The calendar says Confreaks, but it's so much more than that. Fans plus fandom equals weirdness and our favorite people in the world. This week, you are getting 90 minutes of wonderful weirdos. Welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but But we're we're right. God, how much fun was episode 200? How much fucking fun was I am so excited because we are going to be able to, like, revisit shit that we haven't really thought about or talked about in a long time. That's, oh my God. This year's so it's much, fun. it's already, yeah. it is yeah. kicking off with a great start and people are just, I mean, if, if anyone doesn't really know us yet oh my god by the end of this year they're gonna know almost well i mean it's not so much that it's about us but it's about things that we've experienced together or people that we've experienced together yeah we're just you know we're just gonna try to focus on that kind of stuff and of course you know all the things that we that we find terribly terribly amusing because we weren't always old and boring. We did we actually used to go out and do a lot of stuff together. Oh, my God. And we would actually go to lots of places and travel to go to lots of places, you know. But oh, God. Oh, yeah. We're going to have... Once upon a time. <laughs> we're going to have road <laughs> you know. trip stories and... Oh, my God. Did I can't remember. I meant to ask you. Did we... Did we put on the schedule to talk about... Was was road trips or anything? That has to be on there somewhere. I don't a category think it of road is, trips. but it needs to be, yeah. Because something yeah. something huge just happened and I I may have texted you the link, but um our big epic ro- road trip that we took where we drove from Austin to San Jose in like three and a half days or whatever it was, or no. But Yeah, yeah. Um one of our stops on that trip because it was a oh fuck the car is dripping transmission fluid oh, everywhere. God. That trip was yeah. insane. But the reason why I bring it up is that <laughs> in the town of Buellton, which is right there next to Solvang, <laughs> yeah, in lo- in lovely uh, <laughs> southern centralish southernish yeah. California. Uh, for those of you, for anyone who's seen the movie Sideways, because it takes place around there, because it's sort of wine country ish, but there's there was a restaurant that we stopped in and had to spend a lot of time while we were waiting for the car to get fixed, and it was called Split P Andersons, yeah. and Split P Andersons is closing. Uh, so I know, and that it's like it said that place has been there for a hundred years. Yes. I always a thought I was gonna years. get to go back. I always thought I would get to go back and have split pea and ham soup. Yeah, because I mean I went there as a kid and oh yeah, it was really Oh my god. It's insane that it's gone. I don't and it's probably gonna be some hideous it's gonna become you know, <sighs> a motel six with the two or a motel six with the um, the, the, 
I'm trying to think of the the chain, the the, the, the rib place, the chain rib place. I don't. Is there a it's chain like rib burgers place? and ribs, and it's all over the country. And I have no idea like what you're talking about. It's like a beer and sports bar kind of rib place. It's a big chain that's all over the nation. But not Chili's baby back ribs. Maybe it is Chili's. It is Chili's. See, I don't think of Chili's as a rib place. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. You know, it's gonna be. They're gonna rip down that fabulous old building. And it's uh, going to be a goddamn Chili's with a Motel 6 attached to it or something, you know? And it's very oh, it'll be it'll be worse. It'll be a fucking Applebee's or uh, a... Yeah. Um, or a... Um, 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 oh, what's the one? Village Inn. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, the store... God, we could do it. We could do a whole category on shitty restaurants we've eaten. Oh, yeah. We could do... I mean, my God. People, you have no idea. 40 years of this shit yeah. of us going like we should go to that place it looks gross oh i love terrible restaurants and people oh do not understand how fabulous a really bad restaurant is if you have not <laughs> laughed at a slice of german chocolate cake yes. <laughs> then you do not understand <laughs> oh god but not what this episode yes 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 we can go on (laughs) see that's why we have to be very very organized and keep our keep our shit in line because we have so many options of things to talk about at any time but this time um we're gonna go in the fandom direction yes and talk about one of our favorite things about fandom which is the weirdos oh yes because even though we have often wondered... Of which we are, if, or have yeah, been, for sure. Yeah, we, you know. we have been so weird at cons because we could just... I mean, how many times have you had your ass hanging out? How many times yeah. have my tits been falling out of my top? I mean, we have been fucking weird at cons and so i'm sure that there are other people who don't know who we are who are going do you remember that guy and that girl oh who, my you know, god you know it yes that girl who it. was practically naked but with like <laughs> lights flashing on her nipples do you remember that girl in the princess hat with the carrying the the hair dryer <laughs> I'm sure there are people who tell stories about us, but that's not what this is about. This is us telling stories about them. Oh my God. Because you just, if you don't go to cons, you have not seen how weird someone can be. Because when weird people are very comfortable in their, in their weirdness and, and (laughs) can just let their freak flags fly. Um, that's pretty fucking free. Oh, yeah. And we do have to yes. preface that, you know, it sounds like we're mocking, but we actually love these people. And we... F- for the most yes. part. And um, well, sure. Fabulous. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we, we're laughing yeah. with and knowing that we are, are a part of, so we're not, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we tease because we love. Although I got, I gotta, I gotta say before we before we dive into that, yes. I do something related to fandom is going on in the world, and it is even though we're not really doing the what's bitching kind of things this year uh-huh. like we were last year, 
Um, if there was something that was bitching to me, this is it. Even though the news that kicked this off was heartbreaking, the uh-huh. most bitching thing. I, 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 I'll explain. Yeah, yeah. I'll explain. Okay, so like, right now, what's going on in a particular area of fandom of that I that I'm in uh, is like this insanely positive and inspiring thing where you know normally in the real world in the mundane world when fandom things come up what it's usually being discussed is the ugly toxic shit Mm -hmm. you know like the the entitlement and the cuntiness you know but this is not that like utterly the opposite of that so by the time this episode comes out i mean my god it it will have gone so much farther but at the time of us recording um we are still within the first week of saving our flag means death Uh and i mean we got word only five days ago as of today it was only five days that max was not picking up the show for its third and final season and in just these days, the fans, they gave themselves a day to grieve, and then they rallied, they organized, they got creative as fuck, they got devious, they even got hilarious about things, and on every social media platform, I highly recommend everyone look for Renew as a Crew. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you will find... <clears throat> Some insane efforts going on there. You will find the change.org petition that I just checked moments ago before we started recording. There are currently 47,000 signatures. And that, that, I think that petition went up four days ago. Yeah. Maybe. You will find information such as emails and physical mail addresses for executives and Websites that will send postcards on your behalf. And there's like organizing going on to create posters and flyers and physically post them all over high traffic areas. There's fundraising to rent billboards on Sunset <laughs> Boulevard and in Times Square. Which I think is fabulous. Like so much so that... Like, there's so much of that shit going on that there's also ugliness about, oh, you'll give money to this, but not to that. And the, and I'm not, oh God, I'm determined to not let that yuck yeah. my yum right now because yeah. fuck those people. Oh my God, like the level to which some people have dug into the finances of David Zaslav, the guy who like runs Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. They are, apparently, there is evidence that connected to the announcement of Max not renewing our flag means death, that guy sold a shit ton of stock in Warner Brothers the day before the cancellation was announced. And, like, there are people who are, like, I swear there's some people that are like, you know, because we're pirates and whatever, because yeah. we're a pirate crew. And it's like, you know, people are talking like, like, oh yeah, well, we know what you did. And 
you, you know, you fucking accountants and businessmen who have no right to oh God. control I, art, you know? I hardly doubt that that's related, but you never know. Oh my God. Insider <laughs> trading is a real thing. But oh my God, like, I fucking love when marginalized neurodivergent people have a common goal and will stop at fucking nothing. You know, because no one is as focused and determined as a fucking nerd. Oh, that's true. The reason why fandoms get very dramatic is because we love so strongly. And like, fans are awesome passionate people who are not afraid to show the world who they are and our flag means death fans are that times like 11 d squillion you know and i'm just gonna wrap this up mate i copied this so that i so that i wouldn't get it wrong i'm gonna end it with a quote from my darling izzy hands (laughs) a quote from season two It's not about glory. It's not about getting what you want. It's about belonging to something when the world has told you you're nothing. It's about letting go of ego for something larger. The crew. (laughs) And I will also add, because later in that same conversation he said, because we're good and you're a rancid syphilitic cunt. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> it was mwah, my 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 darling Izzy. So I just yeah, I just wanted to shout out to the the crew. That's fabulous. The, the, well, you know, that's what saved the original Star Trek was fan outrage. Fuck yes. It renewed for what the whole last season was because of that, right? Right. And yeah. then and and just and and women, by the way, fucking women were the reason why Star Trek got was on the air long enough to get enough episodes so it could go into syndication eventually. Mm-hmm. It was it was they were the people who kind of kept interest in it going. I mean, yeah. fucking fandoms can be the greatest fucking thing ever, and we love everything about them, but. Possibly more than anything, we love weirdos. Oh, God, yeah, I love the people. I love, you know, and that's one of the things that, uh, you know, I'm not going to go on about this because I'll just be that old man complaining about the internet kind of thing. But I miss... Well, yes. I mean, why why not? I mean, you know, you, you do you. <laughs> I miss old fandom and real cons. Which we there would is, still yeah. have if it wasn't for the motherfucking internet. Even though I mean, we are doing this over the internet, and this is going to be broadcast over the internet, I don't, I don't know how I much blame the, internet, the internet for the ruination of fandom. I don't know if I don't know if the internet is like, I mean, things like creation cons happened before the before the internet became a real thing. Yeah, because they were already ruining cons. Yeah, but I just cons. feel like Amazon and all you know mail order because you had to go to cons to buy. Oh, shit Oh, there, before. there is that. There is that. You like had the only to go way to cons could... to buy shit and being able to like go to go online and download the Star Wars holiday special instead of going to a con and buying it on VHS. And buying an an illegal VHS. Like, oh, 
There were entire dealers back in the day that did nothing but sell illegal VHS bootlegs. And you know, and other I have than so that one that con, or that one dealer, who I may have seen him at more than one con, I was in Dallas, right? Oh, yeah, that I was think, where yeah. I got uh, the story of Ricky and uh, Incubus, the uh, the movie... The, the the movie that Shatner was in that was oh, all in Esperanto. And yeah. remember I got I got the Star Wars special. I got yeah. Kiss Live in Houston seventy seven for Yes, them. yes. They had oh, I it think was we, fabulous. Yeah. But I'd never seen before or since other than him an overtly illegal dealer with just an entire table full of illegal stuff and I thought it was glorious. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking good old days. And I didn't get in fuck. I wasn't going to get in trouble for having it, you know. (laughs) I mean, clear. I mean, these these were not things that were available anywhere. The whole reason why this wasn't like, I don't feel like paying to see Barbie, so I'm going to illegally torrent it or something. It's not that. This is just weird shit. It's not like the. It's not like whoever the fuck that was at. It was Uncommon oh. Con. You know what I'm going to say. Yes. So in the beautiful Hyatt Regency, Oh my DFW, God, yes, I know what you're going to say. Before they remodeled, when the area that's the jet bar and all that shit was a big open area and it was just a bunch of seating and shit, um, there one day at we were at Uncommon Con, which is a con that has many, many stories. Some oh God, random yes. weirdo. God. Well, well, <laughs> didn't you ignore me in Dallas? But so, um, <laughs> so some rando just kind of wheels, you know, like when you were in school and someone would like wheel in the audio visual cart with yep. like the TV and the VCR That's on a exactly shelf. exactly what it was. Yes. It, I yes. don't know where he got it. But he I think he just stole it, it from the, the meeting room of the hotel. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, and he he puts in a VHS tape and presses play. And all of a sudden, everyone in that room realized within seconds, this is a this is like a illegal someone filming inside the theater of Phantom Menace. Yep, it sure as fuck was. <laughs> like everyone in the lobby went, oh my God, that guy's, that like, and it had just come out. Like it was within a couple months of it. Oh yeah, people the would rush to try to watch it too for what, the whole, what was it on, five minutes? It was so... And the thing, my favorite thing about it was we just happened to be sitting at an angle where we could see the screen. Yeah. And I could tell, because the first, when I was at the midnight showing of Phantom Menace, um, I had the worst fucking seats. I was like all the way down towards the screen and all the way to the left. Uh Uh-huh. So, which is one of the reasons why I definitely noticed the ETs in the Senate scene because they were right in fucking front of me. <laughs> but um, I could tell that the horrible filming was also way off to the left okay. because it was totally the angle <laughs> I saw it from the first time. But God, yeah, like that. And that guy, it's like he was so like, oh, look at me. Look at me. I'm such a badass. And it was only a matter of seconds. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it got 
much far past the opening credits. I don't think, yeah, it was not even five minutes. Before it was like swarm, swarm, because, you know, Lucasfilm has people everywhere. Like, yeah, Con Security came in swore and they took that shit away, yeah. Because you can get your con shut down. Yep. It's like, we're we're not going down for for you, asshole. Who the fuck are you anyway? Oh, it was beautiful. It was so... But it was fabulous. (laughs) The fact that we just got to sit there... At our little table in the lobby and just watch that shit go down was magnificent. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, cons. And that was the same bar where I composed the fake letter to Murr. And then then (laughs) dropped it off at the front office for the next time he checked in. (laughs) Oh, God. That was also the 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 bar the the con uh, where we where we watched a very drunk Ted Raimi try to pick up a girl. <laughs> oh God, that's true. Oh my God. It's also the same one where my husband walked over to Ted Raimi earlier that day to ask him if he would come by our table. Which and he never did. He never. He said he would, he but he never did. I don't know why he was talking to those people when he could be talking to us. Well, he got too distracted by tits. Yeah. You know. Hi there, Oz here from the Oddball Aussie Podcast. If you're not listening to the Oddball Aussie Podcast, then you're missing out. You're missing out on cryptids, aliens, ghosts, and a ton of weird stuff. We've even got urban legends and crazy conspiracy theories. So if you want to hear the weird tales and lame dad jokes from the brain of a slightly deranged Aussie, then tune in to the Oddball Aussie Podcast. New episodes every week. You can find me where all good podcasts are found. Look after each other and stay safe out there in the weird. Oh God! That was first it. The Sheraton. Ho- it was the first hotel that Acon used to be in when Acon was small. That we used the to Harvey? go to the Harvey. <laughs> oh my God! What's he? Letter this? to Murr was the Harvey. Oh, I'm like pretty letter- sure because letter to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a Wayne song, right? Is it letter to New Orleans a Wayne? Oh uh, yeah, song? letter from New Orleans. Letter yes. from New Orleans. Oh my Maybe god. Maybe it could and be I... Letter from Chet New Orleans. Oh god. Oh, I love Chet in those baggy pajama pants with that larger than life crotch. <laughs> See, you were looking Okay. All right, we okay. Chet New Orleans. We got to explain. Okay, so we were at Westercon in El Paso in 1996, and I remember it was 1996 because it was right when I first started dating my husband. Okay. Right then. Because God, that con sucked. But anyway. <laughs> because I worked on my Logan's Run costume. I worked on, I, I did my little soldering thing that where I ended up, like, because I was going to have, I was going to be a runner. And yeah. I was going to have the blinking crystal in my hand. And I hit, I hit the watch battery just one too many times with the solder and it killed the battery. <laughs> so upsetting. I drilled a hole in a big rhinestone so that I could put a, uh. a diode behind it. But anyway, what we were at, so we're at Westercon, and was it, did we first see the woman, was it in the restaurant, that San Francisco-themed restaurant? Because we were running into friends of ours from the Bay Area. Yeah. And we ended up 
all going to eat at a restaurant that was San Francisco themed, even though we were in El Paso. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of fabulous. But I feel like that was where we first saw Chet New Orleans' mother, Mrs. New Orleans. Maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Talking loudly. Yes. About, well, it's not like it was in New Orleans. Oh, my God. Everything. She she was very critical of everything. I mean, there was a lot to be critical of. Oh, yeah, that con sucked. And I don't know what yeah. con she was, because it obviously was not Western con, but there was some big con in New Orleans that apparently was just so much better. Right, and I you never hear about cons in New Orleans. But let's put that, I mean, let's we be pay honest. Attention. Let's be honest. I mean, any con would have been better than that con. I know it was just fucking god awful. It was sad. I mean, I have some good funny memories of it, but it was tragic. I mean, b- because we were running into people that we knew that yeah. that we didn't expect to see there, and but there there's just so much about that con. But the thing about the New Orleans is was when after we after we saw her, we just started like seeing her everywhere. Yeah. We're like, oh look, it's Mrs. It's Miss New Orleans. It's Miss New Orleans. And then later we realized she had a son there. Yes. Who was he con security? Or did he just wear a black t shirt? He may have been. I don't remember. But remember we ran into them we I shouldn't say we ran into them because we didn't actually talk to them, but they were at a party that we were at. Yes. At yeah. A room party. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was busy flirting with someone from Berkeley from yeah. UC Berkeley at that party. <laughs> I wasn't officially dating my husband yet. We had just kind yes, of started. And I was very things in. had not gotten serious. I was very into her son Chet. <laughs> yeah, because we heard we heard her refer to him as Chet, so of course he's Chet New Orleans. He was I thought I thought he was fucking hideous. I thought mm-hmm. he was just like hideous in the Prince Valiant hair, black con security t shirt, sort of camo print pajama pants. Yes. Oh, he was Ugh. so hot. But he was hot in that do you do him at the con but don't tell him where you live. <laughs> When I would do someone at a con, they would be hot. Like, yeah. actually hot. Like yeah. the guy who crawled around on his hands and knees. You know, or he's hot like, you know, you do him in the bathroom of the bar, but don't tell him your name. He was hot like that. <laughs> oh. Oh, my Lord. Ooh, chat. See, and if we ever went to another con, see, we don't, they could, they were probably from New Orleans for all I know. I think, but they must have been. They may have been. Because we've never seen them anywhere else. No. And it's like, I just, maybe we should make a point of like looking for cons in New Orleans and just go and like, it's like the hunt for Chet. <laughs> oh God, oh God, I bet he's so fucking frightening now, but who knows. I mean, if he, if he looked that bad when he was probably 20. He didn't get better. Oh, I he didn't he, suddenly I have a big hot. glow up and just. <laughs> Ugh, so not. This is not like this is nothing like, like New Orleans. Ugh. Ugh. New Orleans was so much better organized than this. <laughs> I wish. Why can't this con be more like New Orleans? Oh God! I'll never forget that it was so fabulous. It's like what a weird thing to say. Oh my God! But I think we're on a roll now. So I wonder what, if like, she wrote if she wrote a letter from New Orleans. <laughs> she was at the con. 
Because because to, to Westercon, it was a letter a letter from New Orleans to Westercon. Oh god! Oh my god! We should we should write that. We should write a letter from New Orleans <laughs> about how bad Westercon was and how it wasn't as good as New Orleans. Oh my god! We could we could filk an obscure Wayne Newton song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have I haven't. I haven't stretched those muscles yes. in a while. I used to do a lot of that. When I was in Clay Aiken fandom, I did a lot yeah. of like rewriting songs and things. So I was very, very good at that. Oh, God, yes. Which we will not go into my Wayne Newton fandom, but I will just say that, you know, for nobody cares. But it was very hard for me to find that record again with Letter from New Orleans on it. And I Have did, you found it? I did finally find it, yes. Oh, my God. And when it came, I think I listened to that song 20 times in one night, and it was as terrible as I remembered. I remember the first, like, five times listening to it, just dying of laughter during the whole thing, because it's so is that stupid. The one, is that the one that had my favorite, like, sad trumpet solo? Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's, oh, my God. Hello, love. Tell me, how have you been? Is the, <laughs> is the opening lines of the song. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, oh God. I will not start talking about my Wayne fandom. I'm not the no. right. Not the right place. No. <laughs> anyway, God. Who should? Who should we talk about next? Oh my god. I, you know, I keep, you know, Chet and Miss New Orleans, you know, they were such typical types that you see at cons, really. Oh yeah, the, the haughty, uh, stuck up type of... Oh yeah, there's yeah. her, and that he was definitely the con security type. Yeah. You know, and then you have, you know, the Fedora fan... Oh, the Fedora fan. You know, oh, we should, you know, you know it, we, we live in a Barbie world so much now. And yeah. we should talk about, we used to, um, because the con, the, 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 sta- the typical con people, we were so obsessed with certain, certain things that you would see at every con, no matter oh, where yeah. you were, no matter what kind oh, of yeah. con it was. And we came up with an idea that we never, like most of our great, great ideas, yeah, we, we never, never did, did this. We never created Totally Con Barbie. Yeah, because remember, we wanted to get Barbies and Kens, and we wanted to dress them up like the con stereotypes. Yes. And then just enter them in the art show so people could see it. Could see them. Because, like, Ken would be wearing, like... A br- like a tan fedora. Oh, yes. And he would be wearing like a safari vest that was covered in buttons. Yes, with a black t-shirt underneath. Yes. And um, probably Ugh. probably camo pants or, yeah. or just really, really unflattering jeans. Yep. Yeah, like but, off-brand, really unflattering. Yes. <laughs> Like the like Lee jeans that like flatten your ass out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, but totally con Barbie, she would be wearing like a sequined ball cap. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And she would be wearing a baby blue t shirt that said What do you remember what it said? I remember. Oh god no. Laugh while you can, monkey boy. Oh, God. That's right. (laughs) 
that you know it was because of that that I refused to ever see Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> because there were people, there were cons with that on their fucking t-shirts. They had buttons you left while you can, monkey that. boy. Oh, it drove me nuts. I hated it. She so would also much. now would would her would her hat be coordinated with her fanny pack? Would it also be sequined to match? Oh, her hat? maybe. But yeah, there had to be a yeah. fanny pack, and then either like a long, unflattering denim skirt or some polyester pants with sensible nurse shoes. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the ones that they kind of looked like sneakers, but they were brown. Yes. Yeah. To kind of go with the khaki. But yes, and I used to have... Polyester pants. Oh my God. I used to have a baby blue con t-shirt with geeky slogans on it. I did indeed. Didn't you have... Okay, because wasn't there at TimeCon 84... I just... I have... In fact, I probably have it within my reach right Uh. here, but it'll take too long for me to find it. Because I was digging through all my old TimeCon pictures the other day. And um, someone had given Nicholas Courtney an I Survived the TimeCon Blackout t-shirt. Yes. Didn't you have one of those? Because that was a baby blue t-shirt. It was. That was the t-shirt that I had. And on the back of it, Trisha Von Lichtenstein had custom made for me. In fuzzy letters, fuzzy iron-on The fuzzy iron-on letters, letters, yes. I'm a pirate captain groupie. Yes! (laughs) Because of my fascination with the pirate planet. And nobody knew what that was except her, you, me. Yeah. (laughs) Very few of us knew what that was. But that is... (laughs) I did not have a fedora at that con, but I was totally the fedora fan can oh. at that con with the baby you were t-shirt. you were you were fedora fan like in spirit but not in hat oh yes because you're you're not a hat guy you weren't but i do guy. have from my western con 84 i oh do actually have a picture of me in a shirt vest and tom baker scarf with the fedora <laughs> oh of course mention someone that she was never a f- she was never a friend of yours because y'all couldn't stand each other but she was the first because because time con 84 was my first con she was the first oh my god who is this weird bitch uh, yeah. <laughs> that i've ever <laughs> that i ever experienced and it was she she was a friend of trisha von lichtenstein yeah. And, um, she, out of nowhere, and I, I'll, I will say this, it is, it is very, very much the con person sort of personality type to whatever it is that you're super excited about. You just want to tell everyone about it all the time. Oh, and yes. we understand that. We a hundred percent understand oh, that. Yeah. We have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. But this bitch... Carried around a scrapbook. (laughs) And that scrapbook was filled with nothing but, like, pictures and clippings and probably some of her art, if I remember right, a little bit. Yeah. Of Wasp. 
the band. And this was before their first album came out. Because yeah, because she was like a local. Yeah, this was just like when they were touring between LA and San Francisco constantly back and forth and they were building up a big fan base. Yeah, any club that would let them but yeah, play. But yeah, but they were, but yes, yes. She was very into Wasp. And I'm, you know, I had just turned 15. I was like yes. this extremely awkward little Doctor Who fan who, yeah, I was into Rocky Horror, but like I didn't look like I was into Rocky yeah, Horror yeah. because I was so, I was so like introverted and shy yeah. and and just so weird and so uncomfortable in my body and everything. And this giant woman is oh like, you want to see my scrapbook? And I, and she's just like showing me pictures of oh. fucking wasp. And I'm just like, I don't know what any of this is. Like I, and I'm just like, I can't say anything to her because yeah. she's frightening. And, and then, you know, later I find out that she's, like, that she was, you know, that you ended up having to deal with her way more. Yeah, years. yeah. But I I just had, like, maybe ten minutes with her at TimeCon, and it, it was enough. I she have, scared the hell out of me. I have one picture of her from, it has to be from Baycon or Westercon, and probably from Westercon 84. Oh, with the makeup on? Yes, with her Eric Carr makeup and her pubic hair hair sticking straight oh. out. And Was she like six feet tall? Oh, she was yeah. enormous. And she was a fucking Amazon, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with her weather gauntlets up to her elbows oh. and her camouflage pants with a goddamn foxtail with kiss makeup on. And she used to wear those pants and that foxtail everywhere. I mean, yeah, like if I didn't know any better, I would think she was secretly like a fur. Sans no makeup, way. but I remember she came over one time when Trisha was over here, and we were like, "Oh, this was the night the very first Wasp album came out," because she came over to pick up me and Trisha to go to Tower Records to buy it. Is your? I hate to interrupt, but is is Joxer? Freaking out behind you? Yes. Does he need to go out? Oh, you know what it is? It's four o'clock. Is it potty time? It's dinner time. Oh, it's dinner time. Yes, he is. Okay, hold on. And we will resume that conversation in a moment. Because it's fabulous. Oh my god. Okay, we ate and we pooped and we peed, so. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! So, anyway, it was so funny. I was thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> to get back to my story. The first Wasp album came out. Yeah. That night that the first Wasp album came out, um... We came up with a name with her a long time ago, but I don't remember. What I don't it was. remember it either. But we'll say Dee Dee knocked on my door. Dee Dee's a great name, perfect. Yes. And but when Dee Dee knocked on my door, my father had to come and interrupt me and Trisha because what we were doing is <laughs> she had brought her VCR over. 
And I had and and her TV. Oh God! So I could move the VCR from the back room into my room, so we could connect the two VCRs together. Right. And we were making this is no joke. We were making Doctor Who fan videos that were we were setting to the Pippin soundtrack. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we did a video that was all about. Mr. Fibuli and the Captain to the tune of Extraordinary from the Pippin soundtrack. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would do anything to see that now. Oh, my and God. I remember it took a... We had to do it over and over and over. But I remember, you know how, like, that song, the last line of it is, you know, he goes, like me. Right. And so right when he said me, we had the captain push Mr. Fibuli's glasses. Oh, cute! Oh, my God! With his that mechanical hand. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, that's so inside baseball. But, but, but why? So Dee Dee came to your house. Yes. And and knocked on the door. Yes. And Oh, God, your father. Oh, God, your father. Dad came and knocked on the door, and he had this look on his face, and he said, there's this woman (laughs) here asking for you. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, oh, yeah, that would be Dee Dee, right? That would be Dee Dee. and, And there she is with her gauntlets. Oh, God. And, and her sleeveless racket. shirt and, and her camel pants tail. and her fucking tail, just like <laughs> with her pubic hair out to here. And when, when he pubic says hair, pubic hair, hair the hair on her head was Brillo pad. She was, I don't, you don't see white women with hair that oh it was brillo pad and at that point she had the white streak because blackie had the white streak right and yeah and my poor father was just like oh god oh god (laughs) so she was bringing was she bringing the new wasp album over to, to listen to it no, she came to pick us up, and we went to Tower Records. Oh, to go buy it. Oh, my God, how exciting. In in her El Camino. <laughs> so we drove in, 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 in her El Camino to Tower Records, and then we parked outside my house and listened to that whole album on cassette. Oh, no. Because we, had to, we couldn't it. listen to it loud enough in the house, although I'm sure my parents must have heard it from the car, right? Oh, I bet your whole neighborhood did. <clears throat> oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, we were making Doctor Who fan videos to the Pippin soundtrack. See, we're weirdos too. This is why, you know, sometimes they can really make an impression on you. But and we that really love is them. weird. That's that is really geeky to do. That. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I. You know, I'm surprised it doesn't happen all the time. Frankly. And that it doesn't exist yet. I mean, God, I'm sure. No, there's no copy of that. I mean, Patricia might have a copy of it. I don't know. But we don't see. But, man, I would love to see that again. Trisha version one. We don't don't see her anymore. I do believe that she lives in Santa Barbara now. Ah. And from what I gather from online... She, within the last decade, 
um, <laughs> retired from a 20-year career at Carpinteria. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, no offense. <laughs> I mean, it's fine to work for Carpinteria. Of course I mean, it is. It doesn't exist anymore, but... But it's oh, funny. Oh, Carpeteria. I just, the, the image of their logo with like the it's genie so holding the, the rolled up carpet over his head. And I know, don't you remember the song? Carpeteria. Carpeteria. <laughs> anyway, but oh, yeah, God. that was when. But that anyway, that picture that I have of her. Yeah. From, I think it's Westercon. It could be an early Baycon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's it's one of the and it's one of them that the that the red lion right yeah and I remember my friend this guy that I used to work there that I used to know that I'm sorry that worked at the Upstart Crow the cafe that you know I used to hang out yes in your goth years we became friends and I remember he came over one time we were just like going through photo albums I don't know why but he literally looked at that picture and just couldn't stop laughing that picture of Dee Dee. <laughs> Because it really is, and I still have that picture. Oh yeah, it's 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 glorious. Oh my god. So let's so back to cons. Yes. She just happened to be one that we knew, you know, that there were continuing stories. Most of these people. You know, like the New Orleanses. We have no idea who the fuck they are. We don't... Oh, we, no. We... Th- sometimes we would see some people repeatedly, like, at every con, you know, for a couple oh, of yeah. years. And so that's how they would end up burning themselves into our brain. But yeah. sometimes... But we never really... And we would just sort of create narratives about what we... Because they uh, just yeah. affected us in such weird ways. <laughs> but sometimes you see someone once. Now, where where did we see Miss Prom Dress? Was that at a Baycon? No, that was with Darren. So it was maybe... It had to have been Acon. Oh, yeah. I could see it being Acon. It had to be Acon. Because I remember mercilessly teasing Darren about how she should go hit up and date Miss Prom Dress. Oh, right. Because she reminded me of his ex-wife. She did? Yeah, there was just some... Something, well... Something about her. But yeah, she was just this moose of a woman that was thinks she was in costume and was it... Was it... Was it it was it kind wasn't of red. It was kind of mauve. It was I kind was of say, was rosy like mauve yeah. color. Yes. Just in this like Cheap satin. Tacky cheap satin. Satin. Like uh, bridesmaid's dress that she bought at the Goodwill or something. And I, she must have been cosplaying something. And that was like the closest she could get. Yeah. Uh, but it, she was just in this tacky 80s, even though it was not the 80s. It was very like 16 Candles bridesmaids dress for no reason, dress. yeah. And, and she was wearing like sneakers, like running shoes. I think it was like white sneakers. And like ankle socks and like yes. running shoes. 
and like filthy she shoes. lived in my fantasy world forever because it was so such a horrible tacky look and, and she had was, really <laughs> greasy hair i remember <laughs> what and her and, hair was in a ponytail yes and like she was miss prom dress yes yeah you used to you used to tell stories about miss prom dress being on top of i'm not sure i don't think it was darren i think it was someone else but her bouncing up and down on top of someone with her with her greasy ponytail like <laughs> swirling in a circle like a helicopter i can't remember who she was who you oh imagined her mounting. God. it was probably darren but i don't <laughs> i don't know Maybe it was Mr. But, Perfect. Maybe it was. There's so many. Oh there's God! There's so many yeah. people from those days. I had. Oh my God! Yeah, but and then let let's talk about Mr. Disquette. Okay. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. I Disquette. brought him over to talk to you. Yes, you did. <laughs> And this, I know this is a story that we've told before, because during the period where you were on your, um, your hiatus from our show, um, I dug out some old clips and Mr. Disquette was one of the ones I dug out, but it's such a good story, damn it. And not everybody has gone back that far. So, so, cause that was like two years ago when you had oh, your hiatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been the last time anyone could possibly have heard it. So, Okay. Back in the day, this would have been, I feel like this was definitely during, I mean, it was absolutely during the height of Xena fandom. And it it may have been one of those cons that we went to that had Bruce Campbell. I feel like it it had to have been, well, I was in Guatemala in 95, 96, so it had to be... Right after 96, that. 96, 97, or right before, but it was probably... Yeah, because Xena right? started right after y'all got back from Guatemala, because you guys saw one of the Hercules, Hercules and the Amazon women in a movie theater down there. Oh, that's right. And, you, and when you came home, you found out that Hercules was on TV here, and we were... That's and that right. Was, yes. yes. So it may yes. have been like 97, 98, maybe. Yeah. Because this yeah. would have been... Um, the year, it would have been right after, uh, Lucy Lawless sang the national anthem at a Detroit Red Wings hockey game, and she was in a little, little Uncle Sam hat and a little star-spangled bustier sort of thing, and at the end of the song, she threw her arms up in the air and her boobs popped out. And her boob fell out, yes. I mean... And the and it was of course very sought after on the internet. It was it was quite a popular image at the time, and you and like like go back with us, go back with us in your mind yeah. <laughs> to the time before smartphones and tablets and whatnot, where portable internet was not a thing. Oh yeah, and the internet was just starting. I mean, the internet be- became the internet right around yeah, that time. It was and just this an, con. Yes. This con had they had set aside like a room, and it may have been a meeting room, but I feel like it was like a room, room, like a hotel room. The way cons would use like like they would they would get a room to use for the con suite and things. Yeah, like that. it was on the food. first floor, but it was a, definitely a hotel room. Yeah. yeah, and they had set up like tables and just tons of as many computers like desktop computers as they could put in there 
and they were all connected to the internet. And it was because, you know, because people couldn't take their computer with them everywhere they went. And so you couldn't check your email and you couldn't do whatever. So they did this as like a service. Like it was a very, it was a quite hopping kind of thing. Well, that's important because, um, so at some (laughs) point, uh, Pitney has met a young gentleman Yeah, because I was wearing a Xena shirt. Yes, as we frequently did in those days. And he had come and started talking to me and was like, did you know that she was on TV and and she was singing and she flashed her boob? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know. You know, I was like, you know, my friend Amelia seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course I did. And he was very <laughs> excited. So I have brought him to meet you. Yes. So you could tell him where online you were able to find this. But because he wanted to see it and save it to diskette. Yes, he wanted to save the picture on a diskette. Which he wouldn't stop saying. Um diskette. Diskette. So the thing, so <laughs> and I knew you were going to be horrified. You know, I, I was. Pur- I, mean, you know, I did but, it on purpose. I know you did. But here's here's the other thing, and there are still people like this around now, but not as many as there used to be. Back then, it was like he thought. I was just going to go typing in some web address and bring up that picture. Like I just knew where it was. And it's like search engines, dude. How do you think I found it? You know, it's like you type in things and you look, you do an image search or you do what, you know, and he knew exactly what he was looking for. He just didn't know that he could find it himself. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, let's go in the internet room. You know, let's go in here. And I, and of course, like, uh, we're not the only people in the room. But he's like hyperventilating over my shoulder because he's so excited that I'm going to show him a boob. We're going to see this picture. Lucy loves in her boobs. And, I mean, oh, God. And I just had to keep being like, okay, dude, I'm just showing, look, I'm just going to show you how you can find it. See, look, it's not that hard. Just search for it. And he was just like, (laughs) and and everyone around, everyone in that room was like, what are they looking for? What are they doing? It was so embarrassing. It really, it was so, it was so horrifying. But the thing was that he didn't fully go away because later, and this is why, this is why I know that it was a con that had Bruce Campbell because later in that con, we were in a Bruce Campbell Q&A session and at one point some, you know, he was taking questions from people and at one point someone in the back went like, and... He made a comment like, like, someone help that woman. And then you hear this voice in the back go, I'm a man. 
And it was Mr. Disgut. It was Mr. Disgut. And it's like, I couldn't. Oh, God. I just couldn't handle. It was so hard to not. I was dying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, Mr. Disgut. Oh, my God. These people are in the world. Just walking around out there. He, oh, God bless him. He could be married. Verity, oh, Verity is. is a family woman now. Mr. Disquette could could be a could be a father. Oh, he could be married to Miss Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they hyphenated? Do you think she's Do you think she's prom dress hyphen Disquette? <laughs> oh my god. Their marriage was officiated by Betty Boop. (laughs) Because Betty Boop was this big queen we used to see everywhere. Oh my god, yes. And he'd always, it was always button up shirts, right? With Betty Boop prints. It was like, yeah, like someone bought all the Betty Boop fabric out there and just made him a bunch of shirts. And this guy was like a fat. Nelly fucking old queen. Like, we're talking Liberace queen. Yeah, he was like like Cameron from Modern Family. He was like the like the queeniest guy. Can't hide it. You know, so fucking Nelly in his Betty Boop shirt. And we had seen him, oh God, over and over and over. So we It was we like every con. We yeah. were talking say hi because we recognized each other, right? Right. But I do remember, I don't remember the words. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember at one point he had said something to you that made it obvious that he was interested in you. Yes. And we were both like... That is not possible. What the fuck? Yes. Because this guy is like about as straight as RuPaul, you know? I, I definitely, yeah. It was like, are, are you trying to seem straight and so you found like the big titted blonde at the con oh my God. and you decided to say something flirtatious in front of people because you were trying i don't know man i don't know it was so weird but then shortly we just we just, we just stopped seeing him yeah and i do remember being at cons after that and being like, well, I wonder what happened to Betty Boop. We never to saw Betty Boop? Why, what, you know, it's kind of like when we go to, when we go to Frightmare and we're, we're waiting, you know, we're waiting for Stripes to show up. Oh, I know. Whatever and Stripes has stripes, not been yes. there for a couple of years. And it's, it's like, it, it, it seriously worries me because we don't know who these people are, but we, we care about them. Oh, yes. <laughs> we care. Oh, the Betty Boop. Yeah, yes, I remember him. Betty Boop. Yeah. Uh, the Bitchin' Booty. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can play on their yes, show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptics. I can't do it now. I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? 
That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right. Off what you do go. you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. Who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the Bitch and Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in their next show. <laughs> Diplomatic community. Shall we talk about the Troll Whipper? Oh, God, can we? Can we please? <laughs> I cannot remember her name to save my life. Oh, I wouldn't. It doesn't would. matter because we wouldn't use her real name anyway. She's I, just the Troll the troll Whipper. She was this... I don't know how she attached herself to us. I think it must have <sighs> just been... Sometimes this was... you just start talking to someone. Yeah, just because around. this is where I was vending. Yeah. And yeah, we, must were, have we been, were working at that con. It must have been because she came up to the booth and that's how we started talking and we were friendly, I guess. Yeah. And that had to have been it because then I remembered afterwards her coming up to me it was me and you, or was it me and no? It was just your me your and ex you. was your ex was with us that that time. There okay. was a lot of people at that con because that was the con we entered the masquerade. Because see, because we were also in the masquerade. Oh, we did our fashion show. That's well, we right. We did the fashion show and we won and we won and we won. Yes, yes, and we did it to I Need a Freak by Egyptian. Lover. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. We yes, we did a little a little uh, runway walking. And it was all stuff sewn by me, and it was fabulous. Yes, it was. But anyway, no, but I remember she had come up, and she just said, tell me you don't have a hotel room. (laughs) Which is a terrifying thing. And I, in my mind, I remember just, like, instantly, I was like, oh, fuck, I know where this is going. You know, and I... Didn't she also, at one point, like, she needed... She was trying to get us to drive her somewhere. Yeah, she needed a ride because she needed to go get something. No, she needed to go somewhere because of her back surgery, right? Yes, yeah, she had she had some extensive back surgery that was coming up. And... Yeah, but she had to go, and then but she had to watch her money because this back surgery that she needed they could only do in China, and she'd had to go to China. <laughs> And she was trying to get money for her back surgery, and somehow she needed a ride someplace in Dallas. And I was like, oh. "I'm actually, I, no, I think this was, I think this was at Control. I think she, it went. It was Houston. This was a Houston con. Okay, oh, because Houston. that was yeah. the troll thing. Was because we, that's it was right. A, it, it was, was Control. It was Houston. Yeah, yeah. But I remember oh, that God. anyway. So, but she kept coming, and then she kept talking about. Oh, well, you're just going to die when you see my costume in the masquerade. Oh, it's, God. Yes. It's so risque. I'm just really amazed that I would even have the courage to wear this. It's so outside of my comfort zone, but I'm going to do it. And she's, I want to describe her a little bit. <laughs> um, she, at least her 50s, at least. If not older. I think she was like 50s, but she tanned too much. So she just kind of looked leathery. Yeah. And yeah. and sun-bleached blonde yeah. hair. Like very, very straw And I think hair. I remember unwashed hair, if I do remember Yeah, she right. was really... I mean, it's good It's good for her to not wash her hair too often because it was so dry. Yeah. <laughs> it was so... Her hair was so fried. And she was pretty fried. 
frankly. And uh, just really, like, talked a million miles a minute and just, like, kind of, I don't want to say meth, but she was she was intense. She had that vibe going on. I was just going to yeah. say she seemed like... At the very least, Coke, but she couldn't afford Coke. She seemed like, an, like a junkie or an alcoholic or but something. But yeah, there's no way she could have afforded Coke. Not not while she's saving up for her back surgery. So she's probably more <laughs> of a meth girl. But yeah, she was, she was road hard and put away wet, this one. Oh, God bless her. But, but then... You know, I mean, she was nice enough, entertaining she, enough, but anyway. Her but the costume. The costume. So... You know, and I remember... And the re- you know, this is the reason why we call her the Troll Whipper. <laughs> yes, and I was like, oh, I just cannot wait to see what this costume is. Oh, my God. Because I remember just thinking, oh, she's going to look so terrible. I can't wait to see oh, it, right? But yeah, it was amazing. It's burned in my And brain. she did. Oh, she did. But it's not in a way that we thought. No. Her I mean, there, there is nothing quite like someone actually going on stage in a con masquerade wearing nothing special. There is something kind of amazing about yes. that. Which we've seen a lot of that too over the years. Yes. Doctor, and that you rev- forgot your keys. I was just <laughs> thinking of that, yes. <laughs> but so she comes, so we're in line for the masquerade to and go up on the stage, right? And we get and we see her act. Oh. And her risque costume. And so there are these, because it was called Troll, there was these troll dolls that were lined up along the edge of the stage, right? Right, right, yes. And she comes out in her very risque costume (laughs) with a whip. Yes. And her risque costume is a much too small store-bought pocahontas costume yeah like a very very cheap off as in like disney pocahontas costume not do you know what i mean like disney pocahontas straight up you know the yeah everyone knows the disney pocahontas yes yes like two small little girls pocahontas costume with the whip and I remember her saying stuff on stage but i don't remember what she said because she was like there was some kind of a speech or something about how she was this troll hunter. Yeah. like, And anyway, so she proceeded to use her whip and whip the trolls off the edge of the stage, which was kind of fabulous. It was, that was amazing. Scared the shit out of Murr, as I recall, who was the emceeing the, <laughs> yes. the costume contest that year. Um, yeah. Because normally he'd be on stage with you. And I, I yeah, he was giving her a wide berth. But she, oh, I'm surprised. Oh, she probably was all over him. Oh, God. Because all those. Because he was too busy being all over me. Because all those con women were all over him. Oh, God. Back then. So, God, she was probably wanting some of that. But, yeah. (laughs) Do you think she asked him, oh, tell me you don't have a room? (laughs) Now, was that. (laughs) Was that the con? That he referred to your boobs as those. See, I don't have a memory of of him saying that. That, but it was the con where the next day, I'm talking to Roberta De Montrose, but we'll get to him. Um, I was in the in the dealer's room talking to Roberta De Montrose, and all of a sudden, someone walks up behind me and is like. 
oh, yeah. in my ear. And I'm thinking, ooh, who's this? And I turn, and it's Murr, but not in his makeup. <laughs> it's Jamie Murray. It's Jamie Murray, not Murr. We should explain what Murr is. Murr was a character... Uh, Jimmy Murray wasn't technically a furry, but he was. But Murr was a very furry type character, where he was sort of an anthropomorphic bobcat. Yeah, and, but he basically looked exactly like Vincent from Beauty and the Beast, pretty much. Yeah, he was but, almost yeah. exactly Vincent. But he and he had a he had like a salt and pepper gray beard and stuff, and he would work all the hair on his face like into the beard, so it all it looked. His makeup was amazing. And oh, he, he looks actually, bad. And... in the makeup, he always looked way more attractive than he actually is. And we thought he was some, like, 32-year-old muscular stud, remember? We thought he would, like, why wouldn't he be hot? Why wouldn't he, he be He was super some hot? young stud, and then we saw who he was. And he had some goddamn nerve walking up on me without his makeup on. Like, how did he know that I would recognize him? How did he know that you and I had become obsessed with him and had like stalked him online and shit? (laughs) And you still have a painting of him, an ink drawing. Of I him. do. In fact, I just saw it a couple days ago. You need to I put just it up. saw it. How yeah. do you not have that hanging up? It's too, it's, it's so. I still have it. Yes. It's so glorious. No, I have, wait, I have that, the drawing, and I also have, um, like an eight by 10 artwork. Oh, the self portrait. Um, right. I, and I, of him, no, it's like these, like, Big titted slutty cat women with big guns. <laughs> oh, that's the one you have. Yeah, what was I not thinking? But you don't even have like his Linnea one. We need to. We need to do. We need to make more of an effort to invest in some Jamie Murray art. Yeah, but I have the the, the picture I have though. Yeah, I have some original artwork by a crazy bitch. By a crazy woman of him, that of him, a, mer- a mermaid, and this woman as they was so themselves. obsessed with Mur because Jamie Murray, aka Mur, yes, he was like a radio. Was he a DJ or a talk show host? I don't remember, but some radio station in Dallas. He was like a radio. Personality. Yeah, he was someone that was easy for people to find because he was public. And yeah, this woman would go to the radio. <laughs> We'd go to the radio station in cat makeup <sighs> to, like, stalk him. And he had to, like, have her removed from the premises. And I have an original artwork of hers. <laughs> of him. Because, because we, we just happened to have met someone also at a con. But that she just, you know, she <laughs> knew all these people in the Dallas area. And she... <laughs> Somehow ended up with that with that piece of artwork, and it, that was that's a hell of a. And she did not thing. want to give that to me, but I begged and begged and begged, oh and my, I got it. Yeah. Oh my god! It's, but she, that was anyway. But I it have meant it. it meant more to you than it did to her. Damn it! Oh, absolutely. It's and everything. I even, I even had a now that I think about it, it. I think it was baby blue. Remember, I had that Mer T shirt. 
Oh, yes. I oh think God. it was Baby Blue. Oh, my God. I wish I still had it. You know, we'll we'll be talking about her a lot more in a couple of episodes because we do have an episode that's all about coming up that's all about um fanzines and things and we have a whole mer fanzine oh, thing yes, to yes, tell y'all. Just you yes, know we cannot. putting that out there for y'all. We could not go we into cannot, that. Now, we oh, cannot my God, okay. go into that. Oh my god, are we have we missed anybody? Oh, Roberta de Montrose. Uh, so Roberta uh, de Montrose and her partner <laughs> were selling stuff in that dealer's room at that con. And oh, they sell the remember they had those hand painted walking staffs. The walking staffs, yeah. And I bought You bought two of them. I bought yeah, I bought one, my ex bought one. Did you buy one too? No. Oh, I wish we still had them. I remember one was purple that I bought and one was gold. Yes. Yes. Oh, I wish I still had those. Anyway. They were so cool. But yeah, and um, he, am am I remembering correctly? I mean, it was just like this fabulous older gay couple from Houston. Yeah, and one of them was like a, you know, a strung out tacky drag queen. Yes. Who went by Roberta de Montrose. Roberta de Montrose. (laughs) Which is fabulous. It's a great name. Because Montrose is the area of Houston, blah, blah, blah. Where, yeah, it's the and gay they were part nice, of but they were they were they were fabulous. But they were you know obviously like alcoholic, druggy. But yeah, know. they were they were fabulous in the way that so many are tragic. Okay. And if I remember right, didn't they? Didn't they try to move in with you guys? Yeah, they exchanged numbers with us because we were like, oh, because back then. That's Having when, friends in Houston was a good thing. I yeah, mean, because yeah. that's when. He was working on his master's thesis, which was on black drag queens, remember? Right, right. And we went to Houston a lot because he was interviewing queens that worked at that particular bar in Houston. Right. So having people, so knowing people down there was very, was helpful. Yeah. So we exchanged numbers and we're like, oh my God, these guys are a hoot. Let's totally be friends. Oh yeah. So they started calling and then it turned into they wanted to come up to austin we were like oh that'd be fun come on up but it turned into well you need to come pick us up and i'm (laughs) like you know you live like four hours away right yeah how is that austin to houston is not a quick drive how is that possibly going to be a thing and then it turned into that they their lease was up or something and they had no money and they needed a place to stay and they wanted to come live with us. So much no. And they got mad and stopped talking to us because I wouldn't let them come move in with us. Yeah, that's that was unfortunate. And this was like after knowing them for like two weeks. Right. It was the... literally went from meeting them at a con to them wanting to move in with us and then not talking to me because I'm an asshole. Yeah. Because they're broke and have no place to go and I wouldn't let them come live with us. <laughs> and it sucks because, God, they seemed like they would be fun. You know, fun from a distance, but, you know. Oh, I wonder if, I bet they knew that guy. That guy that I met that time. I, I was just looking there. I was looking across that fence and there he was fucking that llama. <laughs> God. And that was in Houston. I bet they knew him. <sighs> <laughs> or 
or maybe it was oh. maybe maybe the guy maybe he was talking about Roberta de Montrose fucking the llama yeah <laughs> you know honestly wouldn't surprise me in Miss Prom Dress's dress <laughs> he would he would rock that dress that's for damn sure oh uh, You know, there's a furry con here in San Jose that is, is that is ending today. Oh, like it's happening right now? It's happening right now. Oh my god! I did not even know about it till yesterday. Ugh. Now, had I known about it, because hello, I'm actually was off all weekend. That right. never happens. Oh my god! And the schedule is already posted for the next several weeks. So that ain't going to happen again. This is just my boss being nice and giving me a weekend after the holiday. Because you haven't had one in so long, yeah. And had I known about this con... I mean, even just going by for a day. I would have totally made plans. I would have gone for a day, yeah. Yeah. But as it was yesterday, I had plans. You know, I had plans all day yesterday to go out with mom. Yeah. And I wasn't going to take that away from her because she was looking so forward to it. Well, and you've been and so then busy you haven't been able to do stuff with her. With her, exactly. Yeah. And then today was our day to do this, but I also needed a day to chill and do nothing. So I was like, well, fuck, I can go next year. Yeah. But damn it, it's here right now. And it would have been fun to go to a day, but that's okay. I I mean, we, we did a whole episode on back when we went to Haven Con, which was a furry, a furry queer gaming con if you could just that was so much fun it was the one of the greatest experiences like of our life and just and we got to meet tracy scoggins (laughs) but that but we fucking love furries we will not oh god i mean i know i mean we i mean yes there are some furries out there that are frightening i do want to kind of explore it a little bit like i would never do fursuit but i could totally see me running around in a tail i well remember like i i used to have tails remember you did by the end of that weekend i was obsessed with finding a pair of ears that would go with my hair oh that's right i really i you know you just i mean it just it it was like the happiest place on earth that con. Yeah. It was so oh, and remember, inviting I and tried on that and wonderful. Fabulous chainmail tail and I was the sort dragon of like tail. swinging it around and then that like hot actor came up behind yes. me and like, "Do you mind was, if I grab your tail?" and I Oh, and that was so I, fun. And I was like, "Oh my god." Daniel uh, Newman. That Daniel, was Daniel Newman. He was so hot. I was like, oh, I know. "Oh my god." You can grab and my since you since you didn't watch Walking Dead, I I was just like, "That's the guy from Walking Dead who's here." He was a very small part on Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh god." I don't just yeah. remember like and then seeing him talk in that panel and I was just like, "Oh my god, he's so hot." But I remember I talked to him quite a bit actually at his table. Oh yeah, we had we had some. He was great, really nice. He was a sweetheart. We had we had we had a nice conversation with him about 
people in the business who are of the homosexual persuasion. Oh yeah, that was a fun but convo. Who, but who could never. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, do tell. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I, I remember yeah, I remember I asked, I said, I don't want any names, I'm not interested, but I do just want to know like all this myth about all, all these the rumors about quitters, all these yeah. A-list actors that are secretly gay. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's just a bunch of bullshit. I think it's just, like, right. fan fantasy. But it's, he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally true. And I was it's like, totally really? Yeah. yeah, and the fake marriages, the beards, it's mm-hmm. all true. Absolutely. Because I didn't believe but it. But we know at least one of them is Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't believe it, really. I mean, I just thought it was, right. you know... A bunch of old queens, you know, jacking off to pictures of Robert Pattinson. And so, therefore, fantasizing that he's gay, you know. Oh, we couldn't get lucky enough to get Robert Pattinson. We can't get that lucky. God damn it, that man is hot. (laughs) He's hot. I mean, we don't like Twilight, but we would totally be Team Edward. (laughs) Oh, I've never seen Twilight, and I never will. Oh, it's horrible. And, okay, can can I just say, just for the record, how hot... Okay, Robert Pattinson is. Yes. And how completely not hot and downright ugly and almost deformed looking Taylor Lautner is. Oh, God. I do not understand why teenage girls were just moist over him. I don't fucking get it. He's so ugly. Yeah, I don't, I don't, he's one of those ones where I don't see. There is nothing attractive about him. And yeah, his... usually even if I'm not attracted to someone, I can see the attractiveness. But even if I even if they do nothing for me. He he's someone that I'm just like Is he's it so is it a butterface situation? Huge weird nose that was obviously a birth defect and those <laughs> ugly red lips and those stupid <laughs> faggoty hair. It's just oh, I hate him so much. I think I think he might be the equivalent of the, of when a guy calls a woman a butterface, where like she's got like a rock and bod butterface. Yeah, but I don't know because he's not. But that ugly there's nothing nose, about him. Yeah. That huge wide. Oh, he's just so gross. I don't understand. Anyway, but that's okay. The Pattinson <laughs> hot. Oh my god! I feel like um, I feel like like we're forgetting someone important. Oh oh. oh! Furries is what made me think of it. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Mr. Buttons. We'll oh, wrap it up with Mr. Buttons God because we, damn we it. love him. He was fabulous. And he, as far as I remember, did we, was he also in the Bay Area or was he only in Texas? Because we saw him so much. I think he was just in Texas. He may have been. I think. But yeah, he was just a vendor that sold t-shirts and buttons. Yeah, like he would have a button maker right there and all this colored paper and he would, if you wanted yeah. a button that said laugh while you can monkey boy, he would type oh, that up yeah. and make you a button. And he was I so mean, nice and just so like geeky, dorky. Totally. Like really, really tall and thin and yeah. he was, I mean, like, like. On the verge of being cute, but not quite. Yeah, but you look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, you like Star Trek. Like, that oh, totally, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And he was so nice. Yeah, yeah, remember, he would just come to cons to sell his buttons and stuff for no reason in outrageous women's lingerie. And well, really he, high heels. And a he tail. Would, yeah, 
after like after a certain point in the day he would change into but it was it was like it wasn't it was like it was lingerie and then like ears and a tail yeah, yeah. and it was like damn he rocked that shit. It'd oh, be yeah. like red patent leather thigh high <laughs> yes. boots. Yep. yep. With like a minimum five inch heel. Like just and he was really tall and really thin. Oh yeah, and, and there like, was like no makeup, no wigs. He was just being him a man in this in pers- lingerie. In this persona that happened to like kinky lingerie. And I thought that was fabulous. And if you looked at him otherwise, you would never think in a million years. Oh, yeah. And, it and was the like, last time I saw him was one of those, you know, like the new style of Comic-Con where every city has its own Comic-Con. Like, it was the Austin Comic-Con. Uh-huh. And we just, like, turned a corner. I was there with our friend Sella, and we turned a corner, and all of a sudden there was this t-shirt dealer, and it was fucking Mr. Buttons. Yes. Yeah. And I couldn't... He was never going to remember me. There's no yeah. way that he has memories of me like I have memories of yeah. me. Yeah. But I, I was, it was, took so much to not, like, lose my shit and be like, oh my god, hi! You know, if, because if I was I re- so happy yeah. to see him. If I remember, because we didn't see him for a long, long time. Yeah. And then I do remember seeing him a couple times and he didn't do the, the outfits anymore. Right, he was just, he was just a dude selling t-shirts. And if I remember correctly, I don't remember if he told me or if somebody told me, and I wish I could have spent so long ago, my memory is foggy, but something happened where he got harassed or something and stopped doing it because somebody harassed him. <sighs> Which really pisses me off. That I would... I would kick all the asses. But somebody if harassed somebody... him and he had to stop doing it. Oh my and god. He, he may have told me. It's I god. don't remember. He may have told me, but it's been so long ago. I honestly don't remember, but I do right, remember right. that. Oh my and god. That really fucking sucks cuz Oh yeah. And you know it wasn't was somebody so from sweet. the it wasn't someone from the con. It was some It was a, it was from, some mundane in the ho- it was some mundane in the hotel, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're at a con, when you're at a real con, a real con takes place in a hotel and there are people in that hotel that are not with the con. Yeah. And you you get into the elevator and there'll be some businessman and you're wearing the boobs of steel with flashing yes. lights on your nipples and a, and a princess oh, hat and the businessmen are not quite sure what's going on. <laughs> and I that's remember what him just are. looking at you and looking at me and me sorry, and really trying hard not to laugh. <laughs> but then his wife being really offended with this pinched look on her face remember well because i had the she was just horrified semi nude in public but i remember he was looking with like this like look on his face he was trying so hard not to laugh and she I was mean, we were ridiculous we were ridiculous all three of <laughs> on us on purpose ridiculous on purpose it, yes i mean it was we were you know, just like Marcus and Mona and Gertrude and the evil Gertrude exactly <laughs> I mean, it, totally ridiculous i mean duh you know, of course we were. <laughs> that okay. was always was so fun to explain to people. So in closing, I just want to say one other story that I just remember. Okay. And then of we're going to wrap it up. Being at the con bar. 
And oh. I just remember. Which con? Can you remember what bar? I can't. I'm trying to think. It was or a mundane. Con? It was a mundane. And he was being lecherous looking at people. And remember, he kept getting the napkins from the bar and having to wipe the sweat off his forehead. <laughs> dabbing. Gently dabbing him? the sweat from his that? brow. Oh, God. Oh, I, I love cons. I want to say that. I love fandom. I want to say that was... It was at the same bar or the same restaurant where the waiter offered us the French. Oh, at the Hyatt. I want to say it was there. When we had our, when we had Thanksgiving dinner. Because oh, that's right. We were there with my husband and it was you and me and him. And we, it was Thanksgiving night and we went into the, we went into that, that little bar pub thing off the side of the lobby that used to be there and we all had big sloppy burgers and stuff that's right and he brought us we had we we had ordered mozzarella sticks oh yeah he brought he brought those and they were the and the marinara sauce which she said was the (laughs) yeah because he didn't know what those called and it was like and he had a bottle of ketchup and he said ketchup and then he sat down the bottle of mustard and said French. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh. See, now I'm wondering if the mozzarella sticks were the worst, the world's worst Denny's. Because the world's worst Denny's that my husband and I went to on the way back. Yeah, but I don't know. But the, but the, but the, the ketchup that and French was definitely mousse. at that hotel, though. That may have know. been the, the, the mousse and the, because we had the worst service ever. And that but I want to say Mr. Wiping His Brow was at that hotel, but it could be. I could be wrong. Again, so, so long many, ago. That, that hotel is such sacred space for us. But do you remember that? Oh, God. I love that hotel. Yeah, was I with you when that happened? Or I could have been with Trisha. Trisha number two. I could have been with her when that happened. But I'm thinking, yeah, but I I don't know. I could have been with Trisha number two. I'll have to I'll have to ask her because I remember that. So I remember us making fun of it. Oh my god. You know, getting the napkins. Well the thing is, every opportunity we had to pick up to pick up a bar napkin and and stab our own foreheads. (laughs) I mean, it helps. Like y'all can't see us, but I'm yes. miming. I'm miming. Like you just, you can't handle the hotness of the con women. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. So and y'all, on that y'all just note, don't know. Yes. Y'all don't know. You think you see weird people out in the world, but you don't. You don't understand. There is something about con people that it's like the same genetic pool somehow exists in every city and they create the same people over and over again like they all look the same no matter where you are and and it's beautiful it's yeah you're always gonna see yeah it's the same yeah it's so weird it's the same yep that's that's how it's it's like it's like gaydar it's like condar like we can just look across a room and go oh she goes to cons we just know Yes. And it's fabulous. Yes. Woo! Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you listen. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Oh my god, yes.